0: To Real one. To Boss. Welcome to ain't Purposely Bossing it. Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all! This your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up, and I welcome you to another amazing episode of this podcast. I mean, the month of April has been amazing, learning all different things about health and wellness. But we have one more special guest that we would like to introduce, and her name is Lee Stewart. Lee Stewart is the owner of the edible landscape gardening business, Veg Up Get Dirty. Lee was born in Vietnam, and her and her mother escaped when she was about four years old. Making their way to the United States was no easy task. Lee and her mother traveled from boats to planes, and it took them two years to land in a refugee camp. Lee has been gardening since she was a young girl, and she understands the relationships and benefits of eating homegrown vegetables. She has over 40 years of gardening experience and 20 years of experience in the health and wellness field. She is a certified personal trainer and as well as a certified master gardener. She just loves what she does, and Lee provides her clients with healthy options to grow their own vegetables, cultivate edible landscapes, and create a space that is good for their health. Lee is dedicated to providing her clients with a better understanding of the nutritional value and the best outcome in healthy eating by eating what they grow. Hey everybody, so I introduce to you all Lee Stewart. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. How are you on this beautiful day? I'm just peachy, dear. Just peachy. (laughs) (laughs) I love your energy. This is going to be great.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome.
0: So this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. Lee, what is your definition or meaning of purpose? Well, purpose to
1: me is, um, you know, a reason to get up every morning and uh, put my best foot forward and uh, get stuff done and um, create something beautiful every day that's my purpose
0: yes you know short and sweet you know yeah what is it that you love you know what makes you happy what are you passionate about those are the key things that brings your purpose together all those key elements in your life whether it was good or whether it was bad Mm -hmm. it all helps you figure out what your purpose is in your life absolutely absolutely So you're very bubbly, but I'm sure you have a different word to describe yourself. If you can give, you know, describe yourself in one word, what would it be Uh, and why? Oh, gosh, one word. Well,
1: I think I'm very passionate, uh, especially when it comes to my gardening and creating edible landscapes and getting people to eat um, food right out of their backyard patio or balcony. Uh, That's 100 percent nutrients right at your fingertips. And you're not
0: going to get that in the grocery store, honey. (laughs) Definitely not. <laughs> oh, my goodness. they're good. Definitely not. But passionate is definitely a word to describe you, because even just viewing your work and reading your bio, you can tell that you're very passionate in what you do. And even just speaking with you just now, even though this is the first time we've ever seen each other and spoken to each other, you can feel it in the depth of your voice. thank you thank you thank you you are so welcome so how did we get here how did lee become a master guard yeah well Many, many, many moons ago. So, I'm from
1: Vietnam. I was born in Saigon. I escaped in 1975 with my mom, and it took us two years to get here boat to boat, ship to ship, plane to plane. And when we got here to the United States, we landed in a refugee camp in Hawaii and then got sponsored to the inland and lived in Texas for about a year, I think. And then we moved to Phoenix, Arizona. And, you know, all the kids got to go to camp summer camp and i i wanted to go to summer camp with the kids and we didn't have any money whatsoever so my mom said lee my my real name is me yung and so she said you you get to go out in the garden garden i was like oh dang it <laughs> <I don't laughs> go out in the garden that's your thing mom but um so she grew food and um she still grows food to this day um, in her own backyard. And so it just always stuck with me. I came with trauma, uh, PTSD, anxiety, depression, coming from the war and enduring a lot of what I endured as a young child and seeing things that a child's never have to see at that age. Right. So. Gardening helped me have a focal point. I work a lot with veterans here in the state. And uh, when you have PTSD, it gives you a focal point. Gardening is just an amazing, amazing thing to have, period, to do. Um, But it gave me a focal point. It helped me get out in the sun, you know, get a little of that real natural vitamin D. And it just, it just stuck with me all my life. So and I'm proud to say, you know, I just turned 50 in February and I've been gardening since I was seven years old. So I have over 40 years of wow. gardening under my belt here in the state of Arizona. And um, so that's how I kind of got started. It just always stuck with me, no matter where I live. You know what? I've lived in not homes. I've lived in uh, apartments, but I always grew something, you know, so. Wow
0: that's amazing so was this the idea or the experiences that birth, veg up get dirty well i i've uh,
1: all my life pretty much been a corporate wellness coach a personal trainer a holistic nutrition for you know over 20 years of of time and uh I, um, you know, I did corporate coaching for city of Phoenix and bashes and, um, all of the PNOs behavior health here in the state of Arizona. And so I always spoke about growing your own food because I have always knowing that the, I have a passion for it. It's helped me so much over the years. It's stayed with me. Um, so I always told people to grow your own food, you know, because I follow the food summit globally. I fo- follow the climate, how the climate uh, has been, uh, how it, we've been declining with um, the um, the different types of, uh, you know, hurricanes and um, fires mm. and all that kind of stuff. So I pretty much have always talked about growing your own food. And so, you know, and I, I've always owned my own business, but I've also worked for companies. And just in 2015, I launched Veg Up, Get Dirty because I just, I just didn't want to work with cor- corporations anymore. And I kind of you know sometimes you have to be put in a box when you work for other people or corporations, and I'm very open about talking about you know eating for your blood type and and just different things that have worked for women especially because I think that we often get put into one box fits uh, one size fits all, and that's not the case at all when it comes to your body. So Um, in 2015, I launched Veg Up Get Dirty um, just out of you know, just that wanting to work for myself exclusively. And then as I've coached and, uh, and been a trainer, I just realized more and more how important it is. And, you know, over the last 30, 40, 50, 60 years, our food has changed so much and it's going to continue to change so much. And we're going to be, you know, they say by the mid-century, you know, our population will grow to be 9.7 billion more people. And, you know, how are we going to feed all these people, especially
0: with global climate uh, changes going on? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. So what are your thoughts uh, about how people, a lot of people have been getting into gardening and plants yeah. and all this stuff, you know, because of COVID. So right. what are your thoughts about it? Like, do you think they they should keep doing it? Like, you know, oh, keep yeah. doing your own stuff. Oh, like- yeah. Girl, I'm telling you, so I have
1: always known that I've known that I've known that people, what's going to happen in the near future. Um, and we're starting to wake up as a, a nation to, to do this because, you know, you go to other countries and it's very normal for you to go every day to down uh, to, you know, what we call the farmer's market and mm-hmm. get your food for the day. You know, it's fresh. It's you you get what you need. You use it. Here in America, you know, we we go to the grocery store and we buy like a week or two weeks worth of food. You know, and then in huge quantities, and then it becomes a science project by the end of the week in the back of the refrigerator, right? <laughs> so, so um, gardening is going to be something just as normal and necessary, more so, I think, than having your pool person come clean your pool or having somebody clean your house or having the landscaper do your yard you will need to have somebody who is a master gardener who knows the climate who knows the micro uh, climates that are around um that knows you know what plants are indigenous uh here to our climate because you know we live in a very dry arid location we don't live in the beautiful you know like Colorado, California, you know, uh, or even, you know, back east states that, you know, I mean, liquid gold comes through the sky so easily. And here, I mean, you girl, you got to do like a rain dance. You got to do unicorn dust, you know, whatever it takes to get that plant to grow because it's so hot. Oh my so, goodness. So, You know, it is going to be a normal thing to have somebody who really knows what they're talking about, understands how to grow food, fruit trees. You know, there's different varieties that grow here that you can't really grow uh, in maybe even northern Arizona, like Prescott or Flagstaff, you know. Mm -hmm. So you really have to know your stuff. And, you know, with over 40 years of gardening and I got some I got some special tools in my belt that people when I talk to them or coach them, gardening coach them or consult with them, they're like, wow, I didn't know that. So,
0: yeah, that is awesome. So (laughs) what do you feel may have been your biggest struggle to get where you are today? Well,
1: I think first when I launched it, I. It was hard for me to believe that I could um, ask people to pay me for my expertise because to me, it was something that, that helped me thrive and it grounded me all the years of my life. So now I always thought that, you know, you're supposed to go to school and have a have a degree and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, to be able to, you know, put it out there that you that you're a gardener, you know, because yeah, I went to school and, you know, I uh, studied uh, with human biology and about um, and all kinds of stuff when it comes to your body. And, you know, I became a certified uh, personal trainer and a holistic nutritionist. So, you yeah, know, went the school for that. So I think just believing that, oh, my gosh, I've got like a plethora of beautiful information that can help people thrive and help them to take control of their life and sustain themselves on a much more healthy level. And I didn't go to school for that. I mean, I am a certified master gardener. You know, I went through that program. I read like crazy. I'm always researching stuff. You know, my family is like, okay, can we not talk about gardening or the, or the earth or, or climate change? Or can we just not talk about that at dinner time again? <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, ma, you know, uh, you know, uh, you uh, you already told us that statistic already, you know? Um, so I think that was one of my biggest challenges to start with. I think now because of everything that has happened with COVID, you know, I've, I was always busy, but when COVID hit, girl, my business exploded to the point where I was blessed to be able to pick and choose kind of who I wanted to work with. And that helped, Mm -hmm. you know, balance things out. And just, I think that, you know, with COVID people are realizing that, you know, that you have to take control of your life because in, you know, years, in a few years to come, Food is not going to be available at the grocery store. And if you know anything about food now, when you go to the grocery store, you may be getting 18, maybe 17, 18% nutrients out of that food. And that's why I tell people we are the sickest, most tired, most hungry people in the nation, because by the time it hits our grocery cart, there's no nutrients in it whatsoever. But girl, when you go out and you pick your own food, you just need one tomato or two tomatoes and that's it. And you got 100% nutrients. There's no waste. You know, and you get exactly what you need. And the, the m- most powerful thing about it is it just tastes so much more delicious and it's so much more vivacious than, you know, I mean, I can tell you, I'll go out to the grocery, you know, I've gone to the grocery store and I did this uh, kind of research. I went to a couple different grocery stores, including Whole Foods, and mm-hmm. I went and picked a sprig of uh, uh, cilantro. I love cilantro. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you literally have to stick that thing up your nose to smell it. But when you come to my urban farm, you open up the back door, and when you can smell it, and you know, we're at least you know, ten feet away. You know, the garden, wow. or where I had grown it, ten feet away, seven, eight, ten feet away, you can smell that deliciousness coming right out of Mother Earth.
0: Oh my goodness! <laughs> Are you hungry? Uh, I can't imagine what that's like because I had a grandmother um, that grew her vegetables you know um, yeah my grandma grew her vegetables my mom even tried some stuff you know we grew some peppers we grew watermelon it was crazy watermelon it was like you know and I was doing this as a child but like you said you know, we lose a lot of that nutrients when we're just buying stuff from the store because it goes yes. through so many different processes. But when yes. you're growing your own fruits and your own vegetables and you're growing your own herbs and things like that, is straight from, you know, you know where it's coming from. Right. It's coming right from your front yard or your backyard. And, you know, you clip it and you go about your business, you know? Right. so. It and it's so, it's so
1: convenient. It's, you know, I mean, how well, more of a convenient, you know, if you want to step out in your boxers or in your, uh, your t-shirt, you know, <laughs> uh, you just clip what you need to. I mean, every morning I get up and I make my own, I seek my own tea. So I go out in my garden, I clip what I want and I'm seek my own tea. You know, I'll take some, um, you know, in the summertime, Thai basil with some rosemary or and different things, help different, uh, you know, elements. You know, if you, have anxiety or depression, you know, um, or you need to pick me up that day. You know, I grow my own uh, hibiscus um, in the summertime. I make my own hibiscus tea and we make jam and and all kinds of stuff like that. But I'll tell you, sometimes I I have accounts, you know, uh, in Northern Arizona, in, all the way up from Prescott to Verde Valley to uh, Sedona and Flagstaff. And if I'm in a rush and I don't happen to, you know, clip my fresh stuff that morning or when I leave, and I just drink tea bags, you know, from the grocery store. It's okay, but it's nothing like the fresh stuff that I clip every morning. And then, you know, I save the, um, I dry the, the tea or the leaves or the, the herbs, and then mm-hmm. I throw them in compost. So, you know, it's a win-win situation. I'm constantly right. repurposing, reusing, uh, amending, you know, helping the, uh, our earth uh, continue to be healthy and well. And if we all just did a little bit of that every day, boy, we would just, uh, our planet would
0: just, it would be so much better than what it is. I definitely agree with that. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. So let's talk about success. What does success mean to you? And maybe tell us what has been your (laughs) biggest success and it can be personal or business related.
1: Yeah. Well, I think success is, You know, I think it's what you make. It's different for everyone. I think for me, success is putting my best foot forward every day and knowing that I've taken care of, um, you know, my customers and I've done the best I can for my family and my pups and I love animals. So I, I have a coys for my aquaponics and my garden and, you know, and my chickens here on the urban farm, my pups and, you know, I, my, my son, you know, I'm just very, um, every day I'm success to me is just moving forward and putting my best foot forward and being the best that I can. I think, you know, to me, You know, I I have a degree and and I'm very knowledgeable, but that doesn't define who I am successfully, I don't think. And um, loving the people that um, are in my circle, um, you know, with with great uh, fervor and and passion and paying attention, I think, just to life.
0: Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, It's, it's definitely different for everyone and everyone, you know, success can mean one thing to one person, then another thing to another person. But as long as you're happy and you're, you know, you're passionate about what you do, success is going to be success. However you see it, you know, that's right. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So I know you get busy, you know, planning and gardening and, you know, you have clients that you, you know, you coach and things of that sort. So how do Lee pour back into herself, like, how do you get yourself, you know, I talk a lot about self-love and self-care on this podcast, so how do you pour back into Lee? Well,
1: I think it's really paying attention every day to what I need, you know, as, you know, as we get older, our bodies degenerate. And even though I'm always doing eating, you know, I eat pretty, I eat, um, 80% out of my own garden. I don't go to the grocery store and buy vegetables. Um, and that only thing that we, I really buy is, you know, non-perishable things. Um, and I say 80 because I still do eat meat. Uh, I don't eat a lot of beef. Um, I eat more lean type of meats and a lot of fish and stuff like that. I don't eat my chickens or my fish. (laughs) Just to clarify, people, people razzle me about that. I'm like, no, I don't eat my, my babies. (laughs) But, um, uh, so I think pouring back into myself every day, just, you know, taking care of myself, drinking my teas in the morning, paying attention to eating healthy and that, you know, I love chocolate just the same as, you know, the girl next to me, you know, who can't (laughs) live without chocolate, you know, but I'm careful what, how much of that I intake. Cause what you eat is what you become, you know, you know, um, and it, it fuels your mind and your body. I think that just that, and you know, I, one of the things that I, uh, I found out through COVID was that I, when COVID hit, um, people got laid off. And so I got a flood of employees. Um, but then once they got their unemployment, it was crickets. So I spent a lot of time last summer, um, just doing a lot of the work myself and so you know if you go to my facebook page my instagram you'll find pictures of just gardens gorgeous gardens that i build i literally go out there with the power tools the drills all the you know um all the things that you need to build a garden and i don't build i build little gardens but i build massive gardens as well as well last summer i built a garden that was over 800 square feet 36 feet long 16 feet wide eight feet high girl i put that garden together designed it and put it together my son had to down from uh, Flagstaff from college over the summer to help me and I had some workers but what I found out what I wound ran into was that you know people didn't want to work because they were getting 600 you know or more sitting you know at home right. so I did a lot of the work myself and one of the things that it was really hard for me to do was say that I don't I, this summer I'm not going to custom build if you want to build something then I can design it we can purchase the material because material is going up like nobody's business right. and and then we'll we'll put in a date to launch the build you know come fall but I think that was a really hard thing for me because um, I'm very passionate about getting people going and typically people wait too long to get their their garden going to get to where they want to be you know they want a garden like they want a garden in the springtime but then they call me in the springtime. <laughs> and it's like no no you're supposed to call me like in the fall (laughs) or the winter time to get that going so I think for me that was a big self-care thing and I know that's Mm kind of sounds silly you know but it it was a really big feat for me um, to just say okay I'm making an executive decision here I'm not gonna kill myself in 118 degree weather you know back to back over 100 days (laughs) because you know a garden you a person wants a garden built I, and to me that's huge because i'm just i'm a hard worker i mean mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm 50 and i can run circles around most people <laughs> and uh, my family is like no don't give her coffee after one o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> because i just um i already have naturally a lot of energy so mm-hmm. um and i believe that it's contributed to the net the food that i eat right from my own garden. Yeah. Um, but for me, that was a huge thing of self-care, like being able to say, OK, you are worthy. You're not going to kill yourself over it. Last summer in that process, I broke my foot. One of my trailers fell on my fo- foot foot, wow. and I still work, girl. I mean, my family was like making posts <laughs> like, OK, do you think that Lee shouldn't um, uh, um, move 9000 pounds of soil with a broken foot or not? <laughs> you know? mm. I, and I'm just a worker like, you know, let's get her done. You know, I ain't got time to be him hauling around or, you know, um, making excuses for things. And I know that mm-hmm. wasn't an excuse, but I just am very, um, very passionate about taking care of my customers and getting what they need to them. Because it is very important and time is the es- of an essence right now because climate change is is really changing rapidly and You know, where we were able to grow food, um, distributors and farmers were able to grow food readily. We're not going to be able to do that with the hurricanes and the floods and all the natural disasters going on. Before I got on, I was just reading up. I was just watching a post from a a potato company that uh, had to bury one point four billion pounds or million pounds of potatoes because of the pandemic. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy out there. So I think people taking control of their life and growing their own food, even if you start out with herbs, you know, grow something, anything, because herbs are expensive in the grocery store.
0: They are definitely, they are. Oh my goodness. But that's, that's actually a good piece of advice, you know, and not even just to say like how healthy it was for you for, you know, mentally and physically, you know, you get to move your body and get your blood and adrenaline going but it's just healthy period. You know, the, the food that you digest in your body is healthy. It's more healthy. Like you said.
1: Oh yeah. And you're, and you know, gardening is wonderful because the young of the young can do it. And the old of the oldest can do it and everybody in between. And like you said, not only does it help you cognitively, but it also helps you physically. You're always moving. And you know, my motto was, Hey, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. You know, <laughs> that's your mind and your body. And I, you know, I I was adopted by my dad uh, when I came here, um, and 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 he, you know, when he um, retired, and that, you know, I had to pluck him off his couch, you know, and stop watching TV all day, Dad. You got to get up and do something, you know. We're going for right. a walk, you know, because that's how people just deteriorate and and um and that uh, is they don't move their bodies. And gardening isn't like it 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 can be strenuous at the level that I do do it at, um, but I love it and it helps me keep physically fit. You know, um, (laughs) I once was told uh, recently because I'm really strong. Most guys, whenever I do something and I pick up something super heavy, like a garden bed I've built, they're like, wow, you're really strong. And I'm like, yeah, because I shovel soil all day long. Right. I'm moving, I move hundreds of wheelbarrows sometimes all day long, (laughs) you know, so. So I'm very, very fit in that. Um, And um, it's really wonderful. I mean, it it just helps you on every level you could ever imagine. Yes,
0: I I, I know it does. I know it does. I have to get big into it myself. You know, it's so therapeutic. It's therapeutic. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So if you could give Young Lee a piece of advice, what would you tell her?
1: I would say always speak your truth and listen to your gut. Mm. every day listen to your gut you know i think as women in general we often um we are always second guessing ourselves mm-hmm. in one way or another um and i think that you know being a seasoned like i am now i uh <laughs> i i realized that you know um it's important to listen to your gut and um Pay attention to those things because you know I get it all the time. Where you know I even for me, you know, like you know, is that the right customer? Is that going to help me wake up every day and love what I'm doing, or I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I want to pull my hair out before I get to their garden. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and and people don't know what they don't know about gardening. It's gardening is you have to have two things. You have to be very patient, and you have to be very consistent um if you don't if you have those two things, you'll be successful if you don't r- remember to do those things daily with your garden you know you you'll get frustrated so I think that um you know listening to my gut every day about you know what is best and that because you know my customers are not not just numbers to me um I don't like it when I get treated as a number i you know i mean i I'm important and you know, I'm valuable and I always want my customers to feel that way, that they are getting the best of the best because it's a specialty that I do. And I save people hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars every year by giving them knowledge that they wouldn't have already known, you know? And so, you know, you know, and, and, uh, I believe in myself. I believe I'm worthy for the for, you know, what it would cost you to bring me on board. Yeah. Guys,
0: y'all have to hit up. Y'all gotta talk to me cuz we going to get your garden right. <laughs> you going to get your garden right. So yeah. do you have any um let's say upcoming like webinars, workshops, events or anything virtual that our listeners can um tap into? Well, I'm always doing stuff. Um, I've been, uh,
1: I went and saw Coach Clarence on his show at the, Brat, uh, I think it's the, um, one of the radio sh- uh, stations and um, Dave Pratt's uh, location in that. And that's coming up again. Um, I'm always doing stuff. And, um, you know, right now with COVID, I haven't been going out and doing a lot of um, things in the public with large mm-hmm. crowds still. Uh, I, I did get my um, my shot. um, and I've been vaccinated but you know I still want to be cautious and um, respectful towards people so you know I'm hoping to uh, open up the urban farm again Uh, I have chickens and in ground and raised beds and koi and uh, composting and water harvesting and I have bees so um, I used to do just well and then Before COVID, I used to do once a month where people would come to the urban farm and they would actually get to tour. So this is like a regular house, three bedroom, two bath home, you know, with a backyard and people could see what they really could do in their backyard. Um, You don't have to have, you know, an acre or two or anything like that to to grow and, and sustain yourself. Um, I hope to open that up again. You know, we do fun things like I did a loofah love class. You know, I taught people how to grow loofahs. They got mm. to have a loofah and teach them how to harvest a loofah and what you can use it for, you know, all the wonderful things that you can do with loofahs.
0: Wow. So,
1: and that's always really fun. Things like that. I try to make it very innovative because I want people to remember, wow, Mike. I went to, I went to Lee's, um, gar- uh, urban farming. oh my gosh and most people when they step on the property they're like wow because I have 22 fruit trees you know everywhere from mangoes to avocados to citrus to deciduous trees peaches apples and so you can grow just about almost anything and everything if you have the right variety here in phoenix wow. location and want to, you know you can grow the same in uh the northern parts of arizona you just have to get this certain type of variety
0: gotcha.
1: so i hope to you know open up the urban farm again to educate people so they get the tour they get the knowledge of what's growing best that month what to expect to grow that month Yeah, so something like that I'm hoping to reopen maybe on a you know, instead of having 15, 20 people, maybe have maybe like six or eight people.
0: Yeah. Mm
1: Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So things like that. But um for now I'm doing a lot of personal one-on-one or group coaching, garden coaching and consultations. There's a lot of people moving here from other parts of the um from the other parts of the state. And, you know, a lot of transplants and, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, you know, at home I could grow this easy, but here, you know, there's nothing. So (laughs) teaching people how to understand how this climate works and and, and whatnot. So spending a lot of time doing that and just
0: keeping everybody's garden growing, creating edible landscapes. That's amazing. That's amazing. So how can our listeners, you know, find you, connect with you on um, the internet? Well, they can definitely call me on my cell phone
1: or they can um, uh, reach out to me on vegupgetdirty.com. I am redoing my website because um, I organically made it myself. And of course, that's not my zone of genius. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping it'll be a lot more clear on what I do and who I am instead of like, hmm, what does she do? Um and you can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And those in, you know, those are the places you can get in touch with me.
0: Awesome. So before we go, can you give our listeners a piece of advice in regard to bossing up, not just in business, but in life?
1: Yeah. Well, I think that, gosh, I use a lot of different things in my life, but um I think one of my favorite is um, you know, um, I think What you think is what you become is a big thing for me. You know, if you think that you can, you know, if you think that, you know, you're not beautiful, then you believe that. I think if you think that, you know, you can't grow something or you can't do something or you can't become something that um, that's what happens. You know, you, you become that person or that thing. Um you know, you think, Oh, well, I can't eat healthy, well, then you're not going to eat healthy you know? you're right. <laughs> you know, or I can't you know, I can't trim down by five pounds or ten pounds, and you're not going to. you have to you have to you have to believe that you are already there, I think. and I think that's helped me. I mean, I've come from a lot of adversity um in my lifetime. and uh, I think that you know, just believing in myself and stepping in that space of everyday, you know, uh, you know, I can do this, you know, I, you know, and believe and think that you can, you'll make it, you will. It just, it takes time. It takes practice and it takes consistency in, in staying in that
0: space. Yes. That was a good piece of advice. That is absolutely true. I just had this almost same conversation with a previous guest and they basically said the same thing, you know, you have to feed yourself those positive thoughts. So then that way you can execute positively. You know, if yes. you think negative, you're going to always be negative. So right, it's so yes. important to keep feeding yourself good thoughts and good energy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lee, you were amazing today. Such a beautiful Thank you. soul. Thank you, so <laughs> Thank you so much for your
1: time and, uh, and having me on your show and what a blessing and a pleasure it is and uh, it's just such I love uh, connecting with beautiful kindred spirits and I love that about you so thank you it's my pleasure and, and privilege to be with you here today.
0: Yes and with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose mm. mm. And it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.
1: Real one. to it. Boss.